0: Alright, hello everyone. Welcome in to your weekly sports breakdown. I'm Asher joined alongside by Jackson and this week is a pretty exciting show. We're going to be going over all of the games uh, Sunday, Monday and first for an interesting twist Tuesday uh, due to COVID-19 and then highlighting a couple games to watch for the week and definitely stick around. These are exciting. So you're not going to want to miss that segment.
1: Yes. Okay. So, first of all, for our predictions, um, the first game of Sunday will be the Cardinals versus the Patriots. So, Asher, what do you have to say about this game?
0: Well, I do have to say that you're forgetting something. Uh, last week's predictions, actually.
1: Oh, my bad. My bad.
0: So, yeah. So, in week 11, I don't know why you would want to skip on this one. You were actually 10-4 and four on the week. Not a bad total. Actually, the best week that anyone has ever had uh well i think that deserves a now wrap. I'm looking People at it almost. although we've only had yeah great job Thank but you. uh you've only had three weeks so yeah I'll, so get, not- I'll get there in week 12. i think i'm gonna go for a six or no but uh 14 and 0 yeah 14 and 0. assuming all the games get played um yeah so you were 10 and 4 i was 8 and 6. we had a couple of games where we flip-flopped on a lot of them were close uh so we actually disagreed on four games jackson Jackson's choice was correct in three of them, and mine was correct in one of them. Mm-hmm. Ergo eight and six, ten and four. Um, so that brings our season records to the following. I am in second at 24 and 17, and Jackson is in first at 27 and 14. Who's in third? Uh I think all the experts are at like Owen what how many games have been played? Owen 41. Uh yeah, so I don't think they're doing very well on their predictions. Oh, interesting. So okay. This is definitely the place to go for all of your picks on who's gonna win the games.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um as you can tell by our um pretty astounding um overall records. Yeah. You no, know, we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see, what are our records? Overall, um Asher's twenty four and seventeen, I'm twenty seven and fourteen. Not too bad actually. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. solid.
0: And uh, based on what could happen today and who picks whom, uh, there could be a flip flop in yeah. who actually is first. So, Jackson, you better watch out for that.
1: Yep. Well, Are
0: you ready yeah. to get into it?
1: Yes. Okay. So, um, with the first, first game of game, country, we have the Cardinals versus the Patriots. So, Asher, what do you have to say about this one?
0: Okay, so you have the Cardinals, right? They're six and four. Yes, I get that. The Patriots, yes, they're four and six. I get that. You may think that this would be a close game. I get that. However, the Cardinals are a very good football team. Yeah. All of their games are really, really close, and they just can't seem to pull it out. It's reminding me of the Chargers. All of their wins are very demonstrative and they are they're looking like a real super bowl threat and right now i think they're in the seventh wild card scene i expect that to improve after this week um let me let me tell you why the patriots did not look good against the lowly texans uh yes they beat the ravens uh but then three weeks ago they could barely handle the jets so as anyone knows who has had their team play the jets if you don't win by more than 20 points that's disappointing. The Patriots only won by three. Um, so I'm just going to take the Cardinals in this one. They are favored by two and a half points on the road. Uh, the Patriots are, I think Belichick has a very good record when he's a home underdog. However, uh, it's only 49 and a half point over under. Um, and we can just tell the, the offensive firepower in this game is on the Cardinal side of the ball with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. And I think Kyler Murray has a little bit of a shoulder issue, but um, assuming he's playing, which I think he will, uh, I do expect the Cardinals to take this one and cover the spread.
1: Yeah, so I agree with Asher. I was actually surprised by how small the spread was. Um, I guess you could attribute that to the close records, but as Asher stated, the Cardinals have um, lost a number of very close games, especially given the fact that their division is really probably the powerhouse of the league, um, I think that as of now, they have the second best record for any division in the league.
0: However, the NFC... Really? I thought it was the NFC North. Oh, yeah, maybe with the Browns yeah. and the... Yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: but they're kind of carried by the Steelers a little bit. Yeah. So that one kind of has an asterisk, I guess you could say. But um, anyway, so when you look at who the Patriots have actually won against, they... Won against the Dolphins in the first game of the season. Um, Dolphins were not as good then. Um, uh, the Dolphins are a pretty solid team, but they're not the best team either. So you know, just a pretty regular win. They won against the Raiders in the beginning of the season, which is actually pretty respectable um, of a win. They um, then they won against the Ravens, which is not bad, and they won against the Jets. So against the Jets, you know, that doesn't really count that much. But now, when you look at the losses. They got blown out by the 49ers, 33-6. to Yeah. Um, And also, they got beaten by the Broncos, which usually isn't a good sign. Um, and they got beaten very recently to the Texans. So, as you can see, the Patriots, they will have the occasional good game, but usually they don't. And their occasional good games usually are against pretty good but not fantastic teams. Meanwhile, when you look at the Cardinals, they are – um, though they have the third best record in their division, they are arguably as good as the Rams. So basically, they're the second best. They have the second best record in the best division in the league. Um, and you know, the fact that they have played, that they play teams from that division, you know, the Seahawks and the Rams more often than other teams, you know, because they play them twice in the season. Um, that kind of does, does not do uh, good for their record. But um, yeah, so basically, the Patriots are not as good as the record shows. The Cardinals are better, and that's why I have them winning and covering the two-and-a-half-point
0: spread. Okay, very well said. So, yes, we're both in agreement. Uh, Cardinals are better. They're going to win, definitely. Uh, I wouldn't call it a lock on the week. Now, uh, this is interesting. I think what we should do is we should each put one game on a guaranteed lock, okay? Okay. So we're guaranteeing one team to win and to cover the spread, so that is a lock for the week. Okay. And it counts as two points. I don't I don't or think we should not. do that I'm, I'm for okay. the points. Yeah. No, I think we should have an upset of the week. Yes. And
1: yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: not, it doesn't have to be an actual upset, but if it were like Chiefs Jets and the Jets almost win, that's an upset in my opinion. Yeah. So I think we should have an upset a team is gonna do much What's better than the they're slated to. Yeah. Yeah, or just like almost like almost upset, upset. And then, like, one lock on the week. Yeah. And we don't have to use one if we don't feel there is one. But just, I don't know, if there's a game we're completely sure about, uh, that's how we're going to single it with our locks or with our absence. Yeah. Okay, so um, this one is interesting. Moving on, we have the Panthers going into Minnesota, taking on the Vikings. 51 point over under. The Vikings are favored by three and a half points uh they the Vikings are four and six the Panthers are four and seven what do you think about this one
1: yeah so this is a very interesting game because both teams um obviously their records are pretty close both teams play in relatively strong divisions I'd say uh or kind of the Vikings I don't know they have the Packers um and the Vikings are um they are they were on the rise. Um, I think they lost their last game, but um, they were on the rise, and they are looking like they're a pretty good team. Oh yeah, didn't they lose against the Cowboys? Yes. Yeah. They okay. Lost so that's Cowboys. not good. But um, I think that overall, the Vikings are a very good team with uh very capable um very capable threats. You know, they have um yeah. Adam Thielen uh Kirk Cousins. I think is like he he's he's an okay quarterback. So they're pretty <laughs> that's capable. A what? Exaggeration. Yeah, yeah. I would put that as,
0: as an exaggeration. Okay. But
1: what, what do you mean? You think he's better?
0: No, I'd say he's worse. He can function as a quarterback. I <laughs> okay. The question is, does he help his team or does he hurt his team? And that's a real debate, in my opinion. I think you could go either
1: way. Is relative that. to the average NFL quarterback,
0: or relative to the average high school quarterback. Yeah, either way. Either way. I think uh, he's, yeah. he's okay. He's okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's not he's not like a MVP contender or anything. He's like eh he's fine. Yeah, he's he's a top 30 quarterback in the league. Okay, sure.
1: But okay, I'm not sure if that's actually that impressive. But um yeah. but anyway, um so um the Vikings are actually a pretty capable football team as they've shown um in the past few weeks, with the exception of last week. So um I just think that they are more consistent than the Panthers. The Panthers, as we've seen, they have their ups and downs, their highs and lows, where, you know, one week they're doing really well and they'll come away with a win that nobody really expected. Um, um, and another week, you know, they'll have a tough loss that, you know, that against a team that you really wouldn't expect, uh, um, that you really wouldn't expect them to lose against. So um, just a pretty inconsistent team overall. And I think that the way that the Vikings have been playing, um, they have a little bit more coming into this one. So um, that's why I have them winning this one. But really, it could go either way. And that's also why I have the Panthers covering the spread on this one. Um, and that's because it's only a three and a half point spread. Um, so that's pretty um, a pretty small spread. However, when you really look at both teams, it's kind of an issue of consistency versus like inconsistency, but inconsistency like not necessarily in a bad way in that they'll have their down games, but they'll have their good games, where if they happen to have a good game this week, they will beat the Vikings. I, I just wouldn't bet on them having this good game against the Vikings, but... I wouldn't really be surprised if they ended up winning this one. Um, so I'm going to say it's going to be probably a pretty close game. Um, so, yeah, I have the Vikings winning this one. But then again, if the Panthers have one of their good games, they could definitely come away with this win, I think.
0: All right. Yeah. So you said the Vikings are four and six, the Panthers four and seven, the Vikings are at home. Now, anyone without any knowledge of the teams would look at this and say, oh, I think the Vikings are probably going to win, but it's going to be close. Uh, Now, I'm going to actually say the opposite. So, yes, the Vikings did lose to the Cowboys, but they were coming off of a three-game win against the Lions, the Packers, and the Bears. Some would say, oh, my, to that. And... Sorry, that was a Wizard of Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah. They beat the Lions and the Packers and the Bears, but lost to the Cowboys. Um, Lions, Bears, that's an easy win. Packers, they – oh, well, they did – oh, they beat the Packers, but Aaron Rodgers is up and down, I think. I think this Vikings team is actually not bad. They've just had some bad luck and bad situations, bad games. Um, evident is that game against the Cowboys. I don't think this Vikings defense can stop. Just an average NFL offense, which I think the Panthers are. I think the Panthers are just your stereotypical like middle of the road, 16, 15, 17 around there in the rankings. Yes, they're four and seven. Look at their games. They played the Saints. They played the Bucks twice. Uh, they played the Raiders. They beat the Cardinals. They played the Bears when the Bears were still good. Uh, you know, they had they had some tough. They they played the Chiefs. When you're looking at their at their uh, schedule. I think they've had one of the hardest schedules in the league. Uh, and yet they're still doing well. They trounced the Lions 20 to nothing last week. I think this Panthers team is on the rise. You know, they almost beat the Bucks. Well, if you saw the game at halftime, they almost beat the Bucks. They did lose by 23, 46-23. Um they were tied 17-17 going into halftime. Something happened there. I didn't watch the end of that, but something happened there. Uh they almost upset the Chiefs. They almost upset the Saints, they almost upset the Bears, they almost they upset the Cardinals, they almost upset the Bears in Week 2, almost the Raiders Week 1. A lot of their games have been very, very close. I think the Pan- Panthers are just a lot better, and uh, our first of a few COVID-impacted impact, games in this one, the Vikings will likely be without Adam Thielen in this game mm-hmm. because Adam Thielen had a positive test and then a negative test, And I don't think they can sort that out in time. He's still on the list. I think it's like a five-day thing. And that was on Wednesday when he was put on. So he's he's not going to be there by Sunday. Um, So I think the Vikings team is just heading down. And the Panthers are heading up. I think the Panthers are a much better team. The Vikings without one of their key players. So I'm actually going to take the Panthers in my upset of the week to beat the Vikings. Okay, yeah.
1: Very respectable pick, Asher. You you really almost convinced me there, but not quite. All right. Sticking with what I said before, but anyway,
0: um. And so I will advance my. So your lead will diminish against me in the overall predictions.
1: Maybe it's possible. Would that
0: be a two-point difference? Well, it'll be a swing of two points because you got one wrong yeah, and yeah, one right, right, so it's an advance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, anyway, moving on to the next game, we have um, what I would like to call. I mean, there's not really any name for this, but like yeah. a game that you know who's gonna win, but you don't know who's gonna win the spread, kind of. Um, okay. Uh,
0: yeah, I can see that. I can see that.
1: Yeah. So, um, so for this is the um, the Browns favored by six and a half points to the Jaguars. So, um, Asher, what do you think will be the outcome of this game?
0: Uh, is that really a question? Um, <laughs> Browns are gonna win. They are seven and three. Jaguars are one and nine. They. Have lost nine straight. Mm. I think that's okay. a telling sign. They had a weird upset against the Colts in Week One. Maybe that's just Philip Rivers not being acclimated. Maybe that's Jonathan Taylor not being used. Maybe that's a Colts defense not being ready. Maybe that's Gardner Minshew doing something to I don't know. I, I didn't see that game, but maybe that's magic. Yeah, his mustache magic. Um, yeah, but uh, this Jaguars team, I think they're going to give the Jets a run for their money. And who's going to get Trevor Lawrence in the first pick of the draft? Uh, I think both – I think Jaguars, looking at their schedule, they don't beat the Browns. I don't think they beat the Vikings. They don't beat the Titans. They don't beat the Ravens. They don't – Bears, they could upset. And then I don't think they beat the Colts. So this this Jaguars team, you're looking at a uh, 1-15, 2-14 team that say the Jets win a game or two, hopefully, for the Jaguars fans out there. Because then they would get Trevor Lawrence to help them, hopefully, uh, if he doesn't opt out of the draft. But, yeah, so it's going to be a real race. Uh, not to see who's going to win this game, of course. It's going to be for the Jaguars, Jets, in the draft. Um, I've said too much about the Jaguars and the Jets, more than I would like to. Let's go back to the Browns. They are 7-3. and three. They've had some bad losses and some closer wins. Uh, they barely beat the Bengals. They barely beat the Texans, they barely beat the Cowboys, barely beat the Bengals again, uh, beat the Colts, not that much. Uh, this Browns team, 7-3, I think is a little inflated. I think they're more 5-5, five 6-4, five, around there. However, the, the the Jaguars are just so bad. Who knows what's going on at QB? I don't really want to follow that. I don't really know. Uh, so I'm going to take the the Browns in this one. And it's 6.5 points. I think they cover it. I think this game is like, over at halftime. Um and it I mean the Jaguars could come back and only lose by five scoring in like the last ten seconds so that one is a little iffy to me but definitely the Browns are gonna win this game yeah so I agree with you the Jacksonville Jaguars suck um if they're
1: playing against basically any team I'd project them to lose but um like looking at the spread for this one when you look at the Browns um season bad thirty eight to six loss to the Ravens um. Then they also had a bad 38 to 7 loss to the Steelers, which you know they're the Steelers, but still. Then a 16 to 6 loss to the Raiders, so not great, but it's not terrible at the same time. But the overall theme that we're seeing is the Browns' defense kind of sucks. You know, they let up 38 points against the Ravens in a win against the Bengals. They let the Bengals get 30, they let the football team get 20, they let the Cowboys get 38. They let the Colts get 23-whatever. They that, that that was actually a pretty good win. Um, they let the Steelers get 38. They let the Bengals get 34. Um, and then the last few games have been actually pretty low scoring. But when you, I think that their defense could be an issue, especially when you're looking at the spread. Um, I think that, you know, um, they're definitely going to win, but their defense – could allow the Jaguars to get within um, a touchdown of them which um, I think is very possible especially um, even if that doesn't happen in garbage time um, the Browns bad defense even though it's garbage time you know it would make them more vulnerable to um, the Jaguars covering the spread on this game so I think that the Jaguars actually do have a red a rare not red rare spread covering. Yeah here um so yeah that's that's what i think
0: okay uh yeah so let's just move on from that game um chargers bills Mm -hmm. uh 52 and a half point over under bills are favored by five and a half points uh i mean i'm trying to be impartial about this as a chargers fan it's very very tough i think um first of all i think the chargers do cover the spread um the Bills, if you're looking at their schedule, they play down to their opponents. Um
1: definitely true. Look,
0: they they've played the Jets twice, and their point differential is 18. Yeah. So they uh they don't really separate themselves in games. The Chargers stay in games and then they lose in the fourth quarter. The Bills Beat the Dolphins by three. Beat the Rams by three. Beat the Raiders by one score. Beat the lost to the Chiefs by one score. Got blown up by the Titans. Uh, beat the Patriots by one score. Lost to the Cardinals on that hail mary. Uh, beat the beat the Seahawks by uh, ten points. Um, none of their games are actually like really good wins. They play down to their opponents. The Chargers, they um, of course they have. Always lost close games. Uh they play up and lost to the Chiefs. Yes, they lost the Chiefs by three, lost to the Panthers on their last second play, lost to the Bucks by a score, lost to the Saints in overtime, and they should have kicked the field goal and won. Uh, they lost to the Broncos on their last play. They lost to the Raiders on their last play. They lost to the Dolphins by one score.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Both, this is going to be such a close game. I think it's decided by a field goal. And... Uh, So I want to know your opinion first, Jackson. Which team do you think wins by that field goal?
1: Okay, well, I think the Bills definitely win because, yes, they both play up or down to their competition, but the Bills come away with the win and the Chargers don't, which is an issue. Um, And when the Bills don't come away with the win, um, it's usually due to, you know, like the Hail Mary um, that occurred against them um, in the Cardinals, against the Cardinals, and... That that does happen with the Chargers, but it happens a little too much for comfort, especially against one of the best teams in the league. I don't have confidence that they will win this game. However, you did change my mind about the spread. Um, I th- said the Bills are gonna win, but after that um, you know, argument where they are both very um they're both teams that play to the level of their competition. I think that um that the chargers do cover um uh five and a half point spread. Um, you know, I think like will it be a one-point game or will it be a five-point game? I mean, like, you know, it's not, like, the biggest difference, but it, it is definitely a difference, especially the Chargers do something in garbage time, which I don't know will will happen. Maybe there won't be garbage time. Who knows? But um, I think that the Chargers do cover the spread, but I, I have to say that the Bills will win this one just because when you look at their records, it just becomes clear that um, even though the, that the Chargers have um, – really big issues late in the game. Um, and while the Bills kind of did in that, you know, that Hail Mary, they, it's obviously not as bad as the record proves. So I'm going to take the Bills um, for this one, but I think the Chargers make it uh, pretty close.
0: Okay, yeah, so it's going to be a close game. I think we decided that. Um, both of us are taking the Chargers on the spread. Uh, I I really think the Chargers – actually can play up to their opponent. Their weaknesses, they also play down and fourth quarters. Um, however, Austin Eckler is probably coming back. Their star running back. He's so elusive in the open field. I think the Bills are a good offensive team. They're not a good defensive team. This is going to be a firework show on offense. It's a 52.5 point over-under. I would definitely take that over. I think it's going to hit... 60, 65, 70, I don't know, something like that. 100. Um a hundred points come okay. Uh <laughs> yeah. I think that just when did that last happen? I think the that Chargers was, and the Rams
1: did was it last year?
0: No, that was Rams Chiefs.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Monday that game? i sure, That yeah. game.
0: That yeah, that game was like it was like fifty-four to fifty two or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. Um yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so uh I really think. I'm going to take the Bills. I've taken the Chargers in a lot of games, and they have disappointed. Uh, however, I feel like if I take the Bills in this one and the Chargers end up winning this, I want to take the Chargers. There's an argument for the Chargers. I know they're 3-7, and, and the Bills are 7-3. and three. I get that. The Chargers have not lost a single game by more than one score. Mm-hmm. The Bills have, have won two games by more, my, by more than one score. One of those games was against the Jets. Yeah. Uh, they, the Bills have not been great lately. They barely beat the Jets. They barely beat the Patriots. They lost to the Cardinals. Yes, they beat the Seahawks. Uh, I get that. The Seahawks had an issue on defense and Russell Wilson was trying to do too much. Uh, they got blown out by the Titans. They lost to the Chiefs. Uh, I, I really think the Chargers are actually going to shock people in this game. Okay,
1: okay, so what
0: are you going with? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with the Chargers in this game. And okay. hopefully if we're disagreeing on this game also, that can really help to change that differential in the overall season.
1: Yeah, I mean if you get this game right and the last one um and the Panthers one, yeah. The, and and then we're even with the rest of them, then you're winning by one.
0: Yeah, I know. Okay, so I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think they can do it. Uh
1: Wait, are you I don't wait, have wait, wait, let me see if that math works. No, the math does not work. You'd be losing up. Oh. But still.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, we have five more weeks to, to play. Okay, anything can happen. We've only played three weeks, so we have the bulk of the season in air in air quotes here, prediction season left. We started in week nine, by the way. Um Yeah, I'm gonna take the Chargers in this one. I'd give them about a forty four percent chance to win. Okay. Against the Bills, and I'm willing to take those odds. I think if enough things can fall their way, if they like, if they get a fumble, if they uh, happen to win a 50-50 ball, if they, if the review comes back and they get a call, or like I don't know, just like some holding penalty, I think they can win this. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Okay. So um, yeah, interesting game there. Definitely
1: watch yeah. it. Um, so anyway, moving on to the next matchup. We have the Miami Dolphins versus the New York Jets. So this one probably won't be the most exciting game.
0: But um Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think we definitely we spent a lot of time going over the Chargers game, so we didn't have to talk about this game a lot. I think it sort of balances out. Uh Jackson, really quick, what what is your 30-second decision on this game?
1: Okay, so I have the Dolphins winning the game and the Dolphins covering the seven point spread because the Jets suck. And like the Dolphins, um, the Dolphins are a decent team. They're not bad, not great, but they, they they have a shot at the playoffs, I think. And the Jets are just not, not a very good team. If I could pick one team um, that the Jets would cover the spread against, it wouldn't be the Dolphins.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't really have anything else to add. Uh, To attack uh, is not going to play as a shoulder injury. That would be cause for concern if you didn't have Ryan Fitzpatrick as the backup. He was playing very well. I think one of the, some of the best uh, games of his career in this season. It's the Jets. The Dolphins are going to win. If they didn't have Fitzpatrick, I think the Jets might have maybe covered that seven point spread. Uh, but it's only 44 point over under. That says something about what Vegas thinks these offenses are capable of, and it's nothing. So, uh, yeah, I think the uh, the Dolphins win and they cover the spread. It's not going to be that fun of a game. Um, I don't know about Jackson, but I like to do these uh, out of 10 rankings based on, like, storylines and offensive play and how close it's going to be. I give this, like, a 1.7. I don't think this is going to be a fun game. I think the Dolphins win. Let's not say anything else. Okay. We will. So, moving right. on to the next game. We have what would have been a much closer
1: game um, until recently. Um, the New York Giants versus the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. So, thanks to the football team, the Bengals lost their only upside in Joe Burrow. So, now they're basically like the Jets, I think. So, uh, maybe yeah. I mean, But, yeah. So... As bad as the New York Giants are, I have, I have them winning, obviously, and covering the six-point spread because I think that they're just much, much better than the Bengals um, because Joe Burrow is kind of carrying them. And without um, him, like, their whole game falls apart. If the football team um, can beat them pretty handily, then the Giants can especially without Joe Burrow for, like, you know, like one quarter.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the Bengals shocked the world last week. Not in a good way. They lost to the football team 20-9. Joe Burrow, out for the season, ACL, MCL, the entire alphabet, he's done for a while. I'd say more than Dak Prescott. Um, yeah, so it's a six-point uh, away favorites in the Giants. 43-point over-under. I think it's the lowest on the week. Yes. Um, so the Bengals have – not been playing well recently i think that i think their season's basically over i don't see another game they win maybe they beat the texans in week 16 mm-hmm. uh they're gonna lose to the steelers Cow- uh, cowboys they could be the cowboys they're gonna lose to the Dolphins, steelers ravens i think they maybe get one more win on the season to be honest uh the giants have been doing very well recently their last five games they, they are three and two um their losses are by a combined three points. They barely lost to the Eagles They on the last second play, by the way. They barely lost to the Bucks on what was probably a missed two-point conversion uh, penalty call. Uh, they beat the Eagles. They beat the football team two straight. No question. I think the Giants are rolling, and they continue to in this game. Okay, yeah. Um, so, not the most exciting of games, but
1: this next one will be. We have the yes. inter, um, interdivisional rivalry playing out in this game with the Titans um, going to Indianapolis to face off against the Colts. Um, the Colts are projected to win this one by three points. So, Asha, what do you think um, will be the story of this game?
0: Well, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, okay. Colts can go Titans. Through. Okay, yeah, you go first.
1: All right. So, I think that the Colts win this one. I also think they cover the spread. My reason for this is that it would have to be a very close game overall um, to cover a three-point spread. Second of all, the last time the Colts and the Titans faced off, it was not good for the Titans with the Colts doubling the Titans 17 points with 34 points of their own. Um, And when you look at the Colts' um, wins, okay, loss to the Ravens, not such a great game. Lost to the Browns, um, you know, not great. I think the Browns are a little overrated, but it's not the worst either. Um, They are a pretty solid team. They won to the Packers, which I'd say was probably their best win. They won to the Bears back when the Bears were still pretty good. They um, destroyed the Jets. They won to the Vikings. Granted, that was when the Vikings weren't as good. They lost to the Jaguars, but that was the first game of the season. Like, who knows what happened there? As Asher stated earlier, kind of a fluke game. Um. Anyway, I think that they are just a better team than the Titans. Um, I think that the, um, the margins of, um, of their victories have been pretty good. They tend to, when they beat teams, they really, like, you know, hammer them. Um, with the exception of the Packers, which is understandable, just because, um, you know, the Packers are really, really, yeah. really good. So um, I think that the Colts are one of the better teams in the league for sure. Um, and by better, I mean, like, you know, top 25, top 20%. Um, And I think that the Titans are good as well. However, they have a little bit of a more questionable record, in my opinion. Um, And that's especially given their previous matchup. I know that things can change, but things didn't look very close in that one. So that's why I have the Colts winning this one and um, covering a pretty small spread.
0: All right, yeah, you said it. So the uh, I think the major storyline in this one is the running offense for the Titans. Now uh, the tight uh, so two weeks ago it was Derrick Henry was being fed the ball. Um, He did end up with an oppressive stat line of let me pull it up, 19 for 103, averaging 5.4 yards a carry. If you don't want to do the math right now. that was impressive. I think a lot of that came in garbage time, however. Uh, the Col- but still, solid. Yeah, still. Um, but then he, they were – the Titans, they like to establish the run um, against the Ravens in a game where 54 points were put on the board. It was uh, 31 pass attempts and 34 rush attempts. 28 of those were Derrick Henry. Mm -hmm. Derek Henry is fed the ball and it doesn't matter if he can't do anything with it. He is just given the ball and he runs forward and he runs through people. And sometimes he falls. Sometimes he just keeps going. He's a beast. However, the Colts have argued probably the best rush defense, probably the best pass defense, definitely the best overall defense in the league. They are very, very good. The Colts, I think, are a very capable team. I think they are a Super Bowl threat. Um, However, the main question in this game is not going to be Titans' offense against Colts' defense because I think we know what's going to happen. They're going to feed Derrick Henry the ball. He's going to get, like, two, three, four, five yards, and then he'll burst out a chunk play every now and again because he's famous for those 95-plus-yard touchdowns like he does. Yeah. I think that's just going to be there. What's, the real question for me is, can the Colts put up points against the Titans' defense? Now, the Colts are sort of up and down on the year in their points. Um, let me just read them off for you really quick. Uh, 20, 28, 36, 19, 23, 31, 41, 10, 34, 34. So what do you think about those numbers, Jackson?
1: So those are pretty telling. The Colts' um, offense is very inconsistent, um, and the Titans' defense isn't necessarily their strength. So that will be the main um, question this game. Will the Colts be able to overcome the Titans' defense, or will they be good enough for their defense to um, not carry them, but to compensate for maybe um, a lack of firepower? So, um, you know, we'll see. I still think that the Colts – are um, definitely going to win this game. Um, I think they're going to win it um, pretty soundly because when you look at their pre, like basically all of their wins are above three points. Their win against the Packers was exactly three points and the Titans are not as good as the Packers. Then again, they, um, they're they not the most consistent team due to their inconsistent offense. Um, as proven by the fact that, um, that they lost to the Ravens by 14 points, which um, just like, you know, the Ravens are a pretty good team, but they shouldn't be losing to them by 14 points. Um, and if you think that's a fluke, um, I'd say think again, because because um, they also had a questionable loss to wait. Who was it? I literally. Oh, yeah. To the Browns. Um, and, you know, the Browns are a solid team but I don't think they're as good as their record suggests. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I think that the Colts do pull this one out because I feel as if if you're going to pick the Colts to win, um, it's a good idea to pick them to win by a lot because that's usually how they do win. Um, But then again, um, it's definitely possible for the Titans, who are pretty close um, in terms of talent to the Colts, I'd say, um, I mean, like, last time, I think I projected the Titans to win in their previous matchup. So, um,
0: Yeah, I believe you did.
1: Yeah. So, um, I s- say that the Colts win this one, but it could be a close one. I don't think it will, but that's definitely a possibility. All
0: right. Yeah, just to wrap things up, I'm also going with the Colts in this game. However, it's three points. Uh, the Colts only won by three last week. The Titans... I'm looking at the schedule. I have a couple games where they won or lost by three, two points, uh, four points. They, I think this game is going to be decided by a field goal. Exactly, I think it's the Colts, and I think they win by exactly three points. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick someone to win this to cover the spread in this one. Uh, I think it lands on that exact three, but uh, you can choose whichever way you want, whichever fan base you are. Uh, Whichever team you think is better, for whatever reason, an injury we missed, I don't know. Uh, You go ahead and do whatever you want to do with that.
1: Yep. full permission. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, um, moving on to the next game. Um, So we have the Raiders. Raiders,
0: Raiders-Falcons.
1: Yeah, Raiders-Falcons. So um, this is, like, not really an interesting one, but kind of an interesting one because the Falcons are kind of like the Chargers in that they tend to have close games. Um, the Raiders are definitely a very solid team, but the question is, can they cover a three point spread against the Falcons? I think that the Raiders are definitely going to win, but the question is, you know, will the Falcons be able to make this one close like they have um, in the past or will they just, you know, kind of fall apart? Like I think they also have. So, um, what do you
0: think okay. will happen, Asher? Okay, so this one's actually pretty interesting. Uh, the Raiders are a very good team. They almost beat the Chiefs. They demolished the Broncos. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Browns. Browns. They beat the Browns. Uh, they did upset the Chiefs. They uh, they have a lot of solid wins. They beat the Saints. They beat the Panthers. They they did lose to the Bucks. Um, I get that, but the Bucs are a very solid team, and that was when Tom Brady was doing well back in Week 7. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one, and I think they do cover the spread. I just don't, I just don't see this Falcons team being very good. They only put up 9 points on the Saints. Now, yes, I think the Raiders' defense is a little worse than the Saints, but then again, the Raiders are going to put up at least 30 points in this one. The Saints only put up 24 I, I just don't see this game playing out any sort of way that's beneficial for the Falcons in this one. So I'm taking the Raiders, and they cover the spread. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, pretty similar um, consensus
1: there between me and Asher. I think that the Raiders win, and they cover the spread. Anyway, moving on to the next game, we have the Saints versus the Denver Broncos, but the Saints being projected by six points. Okay. So this one is not a very interesting one. Um, it'll be pretty quick, I think. The Saints are one of the best teams in the league with an eight and two record. Um, I think that's third best in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. Like, yeah, I saw like they're tied. There are like there are quite a few teams that are at seven and three, but they're um you know a little bit of a step up at eight and two.
0: First Meanwhile, we have, what? First in the NFC. Yeah, yeah.
1: Meanwhile, we have the Broncos, who I think we can all agree um are very inconsistent and aren't very good either. Um you know, I think that they have a pretty big quarterback problem and I mean, it's not going to be a very interesting game. Um,
0: so actually, when we started recording this, uh there was a breaking news alert. So, one of the Broncos' backup QBs tested positive for COVID. So, due to contract contract Tracing all of the other quarterbacks, including the ones with the practice squad, are either hurt, have COVID, or are on the reserve COVID list. None of these quarterbacks are going to be active for the game. The Broncos don't have a quarterback. They don't have a second-string quarterback. They don't have a third-string quarterback. They don't have a practice squad quarterback. They can't do anything here. What are they going to do? They're just going to – I think I read that they were going to – probably start like a backup wide receiver that's transitioned from quarterback i don't know this really amplifies their quarterback problems in this one um yeah yeah so this is i'm just gonna say this one is my lock of the week uh just because it's you know it's the broncos don't oh yeah Yeah. lock of the week um yeah well drew drew lock for those who didn't get it um Yeah, so this is my lock of the week. The Broncos don't have a QB. It doesn't matter. I had them as a lock of the week beforehand I had them winning this covering the spread beforehand. It's on the road. doesn't matter. 43 and a half points spread. I think the Saints do the majority of that work. I think that yeah. I if I had to if I had to put up a total, it's probably like 30 to six New Orleans. It's really just I don't see the Broncos doing anything in this game. Saints are going to win. That's a lock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be um, not a good game to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, moving on to the next game. Although
0: you might want to watch the recaps to see what they do at quarterback. I don't know. Yeah. That could be interesting. be interesting. Yeah. Like, what do they do? Do they, like, do they bring in their kicker and just, like, kick a Hail Mary every single down and hope that, <laughs> that they... That would be very funny. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just, like, a ton of hand... Just, like, they're just going to, like, run the ball 50 times. Yeah, or just, like...
1: <laughs> you know what be I mean? yeah, really funny? And like, they did some sort of unprecedented type of football where they just, yeah, they just lateral just, it every yeah. single time, where they just, like, run up and lateral it
0: backwards. <laughs> what if they just all huddle around in, like, a giant in, like, a really tight circle around the center. And then he just, like, hikes the ball randomly to one of them, and they just all roll out. Yeah. So none, of, none of the defenders defenders know who has the actual ball. And then it turns out the center didn't actually snap it. And he's just Ooh. sitting there with the ball. He snaps it to himself and just, like, runs along at two miles an hour, gets the yeah. beast at every time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think that would be, kind of, be kind of funny is, like – the Saints try, no, no, the Broncos try some sort of like really weird and never before seen offense and it actually works and like
0: completely changes yeah. the fall. <laughs> yeah, That's that would be funny. so funny. If that actually happens, you heard it here first, folks, okay? Yeah. New football invented by the Broncos with no QB. Yeah. Who knows? Could, could go, happen. Could go viral. Yeah. Yeah, you really never know. All right, yeah, um, although we do have a lot of games to cover here, let's move on, shall we?
1: Yeah, so um, we have our next game that is an NFC West, like, rib- I mean, not really rivalry this year. Not rivalry. Yeah, but um, it's uh, yeah, it's the Niners versus the Rams.
0: So- yeah, so I know you were hoping for any combination of games that didn't include the 49ers. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're sorry about that. In the NFC West, yeah. 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 Um, there was just really not, nothing else to say, I think. The Niners, you know, back in week two, they destroyed the Jets, 31-13. What did it cost them? They had like seven players go out for the year or something like that. It, it was just like, it was crazy the number of injuries they had just from that game. I saw just like a list of injuries. It was just like, 10 miles long. It was crazy. They've been banged up. We get that. It's tough. We get that. They're going to lose. We get that. I think we're in agreement. Right, Jackson? Yeah. Um. They're going to get... Yep.
1: They're going to... Yeah, they're not just going to lose. And they're going to lose badly. So, don't watch yeah. that game. It's also like, in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just to make it even worse. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Um. moving on to the next game. This one is Ooh, actually one of the few good games of the week. Overall, not a great week, I've got to say, but um, this is, yep. yeah, this game will be um, a close one. And, mm-hmm. okay, Definitely. so it's the Kansas City Chiefs projected to win to the Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers by three and a half points. And I think I can tell you exactly how this will play out. It will be a typical of this season Tom Brady screw-up loss, in which the Chiefs are up by like three, right? Mm-hmm. Two or three, and then the Bucks are on this drive, and you're like, if you're a Bucks fan, I guess you're like, yes, they're gonna get it. And then Tom Brady just like massively screws up, and it was like six or something like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And just like he, like he always does this season. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I think that's how it's gonna happen. It's gonna be an interesting one, but I. As close as I'm projecting it to be, I don't think there's any way the Buccaneers win this game. I know it sounds strange for me to say, oh, they're going to cover a three and a half point spread, but the um, but the Chiefs are definitely going to win. I yeah, I, I mean, it, it sounds weird, but when you look at Chiefs games thus far, they've managed to win um a lot of really close games. They're just one of those teams that does well late in the game, whereas the Bucks are kind of the opposite. So I think the Chiefs definitely win this one, but I think the Bucks can close um this three-and-a-half point spread.
0: Okay, yeah. So, Tom Brady, six, 16 career pick sixes over 20 years. Three of those are this year. Yeah. So, he is, yeah, he has a pension for throwing those. Uh, Yeah, you said it. The Chiefs are just, it's just like they've assembled a Madden Ultimate team, and Patrick Mahomes is the user, and... Someone put hacks on the game. He has, like, 99 everything. It's just unfair. He can do whatever he wants. The Raiders scored with, like, a minute 30 left. The Chiefs had, like, one timeout last week in primetime. I think it was the night game. They just, like, drove, drove down Patrick Mahomes. Perfect drive. Travis Kelsey, touchdown. Game over. The Chiefs cannot be stopped. Cannot be stopped. Mm-hmm. Yes, they almost were by the Panthers. They almost were by the Raiders. They actually were by the Raiders in Week 5. I think that's just a fluke loss. The Chiefs are a very good team. 34, 23, 34, 26, 32, 26, 35, 43, 35, 33. They are averaging like 30-something points a game. Yeah, It's, in, it's insane. Um, I think they win this one. The, the Bucks they have the weapons they don't have the chemistry Mm -hmm. and that's what I was saying since week one when they assembled Brady with Gronk with uh Godwin and Evans now they have Antonio Brown on the team there's just not enough stuff to go around all three of those players even Gronk uh maybe a couple years ago need to be the number one option on their team and there are four options you can't really win with that you know You'd think that assembling a team of star running backs and star quarterbacks is the best option.
1: But it's not.
0: To, to build a Super Bowl team, you can only start one of them. The yeah. other three, in this case, are going to be unhappy. They're not going to be uh, gelling in the locker room, plus with Antonio Brown's antics. That's just resulted in this Bucks team just not really – just being underwhelming. They almost lost to the Giants. They – lost to the Bears, they uh, they lost to the Saints, they lost to the Rams, they lost to the uh, – uh, well, they beat the Panthers, but – They lost to a lot of teams. Yeah, they they well, they are seven and – Yeah, yeah, but they've lost – Yeah, well, I was highlighting their four losses. However, I think the, the Chiefs are just a flat-out better team, and I think they win this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, there are only so many touches to go around, so – you yeah. know, history has shown the best way to have a good team is to have a good quarterback to make all of his receivers better but because you know if you have a lot of really good receivers it's just like it's not like a math equation you know because there's, yeah. a, there's a certain like ceiling that you can hit um and the best way to like to hit that ceiling is with a good quarterback but anyway um
0: sunday night football time we have the packers and the bears the packers are Eight and a half point home favorite, uh, forty-five point over under. Jeez, that is a low over under. Yep. So what do you think about this one?
1: Yeah. So I say the Packers win this one, but I think the Bears Bears close an eight and a half point spread. Um, and my reasoning. Actually, wait. Never mind. Never mind. Um, the Packers destroy the Bears. Um, oh, okay. I just thought that was kind of a stupid mistake because <laughs> the Bears offense really sucks. I think they might even be last in the league, like second to last. Like it's really, really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, like like a, a team with a bad offense with a pretty good defense, but, you know, with the Green Bay Packers, they're going to put up points against any defense in the league. The question is, can the Bears put up enough, enough points um, against the Packers um, to come with an eight and a half points? I don't think they can. So, I'm taking Packers 100% will win this game. Bears, I don't think cover the spread.
0: Okay, actually, they are second to last. Okay, yeah. In points per game. Obviously, Chiefs at first, Seattle, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, blah, uh, blah, all the way down to 31, Chicago at 19.1 points per game. Um, and then just like a huge jump, uh, drop down. To the Jets at 14.9. Okay. Wait, how many? It has not been pretty. Wait, I mean, how many 14. for 14.9 points per game for the Jets. Wait, I can't hear you. 14.9.
1: Oh, yeah, that's bad. 14.9. I know, I know. I heard you.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the Bears at 19.1. It's just, yeah, yeah, the Bears' offense is just terrible. And the Packers' offense is great. The Bears' defense can't do everything. The Packers will win by more than eight.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: That is my poem for this game. We shall move on. Um what?
1: That was a poem. Did it rhyme?
0: Oh, it was a rhyme.
1: I didn't hear the rhyme.
0: The Bears offense. The Bears offense is terrible. The Packers, however, are great. The Bears defense cannot do everything. So the pack will win by more than eight.
1: Okay. That was only one, I mean, point,
0: but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, whatever, whatever, whatever. I was okay. on the spot. Okay. okay. Uh, let's just move on now. Um, in what should have been the last game of the week, Monday Night Football, Seahawks taking on the Eagles in Philly, 50-point over-under. Seahawks are favored by five. What is your take, Jackson?
1: Okay. So I think the only way the Eagles come within five points with their like pretty bad everything is um garbage time. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that the Seahawks win by at least a touchdown because the Seahawks offense is really good going against. I mean, I'm not sure how good the Eagles offense defense is, presumably not very good. Maybe, maybe average. Um, but the Seahawks can put up points against anybody or most of the time, as we can see. Um, we have seen the Eagles. They um, they just, like, they, they're not a very good scoring team, I don't think. So I don't think they come within five points. The only time that would happen is with garbage time. But I, I don't even think that happens. I think that the Seahawks just win this one um, outright. I think it's not really that close. Um, I, yeah, I, I remember there was, like, this commercial, and it was, like, get ready for... Eagles versus Seahawks on Monday Night Football, and I thought it was hilarious because you know it's like All a right. whole game. But um,
0: well, I wouldn't say yeah. it's an awful I game. I destroy the Eagles. It could have been Jets Jaguars. So yeah, but that would at least be close. would it, though. Maybe All right, right, let's let's not talk about terrible teams. Uh, yeah, you said it. Uh, Eagles. Listen, Carson Wentz. If you are listening, when you get hit or when you're running out of the pocket and there's no one open, do not try to create a play that will lead to a 50 yard touchdown. It won't happen. You will fumble or you will throw an interception or you will take a sack. It is not good. You need to stop trying to make plays out of nothing. Yes, it's tough when you're getting pressured after one second. However, just take the sack. It's not that hard. Just like Carson Wentz. So the Buffalo Bills have twenty one turnovers on the season. Carson Wentz is eighteen. Wow. He's just it's like he just fumbles and throws interceptions. Wait, sorry, what? He's a walking disaster. Exactly. He's just, uh, he's really hurting this team right now. And I know he's, I know he was, he was really good and he led them to the Super Bowl. Well, not the last part, but I know he was okay and he was, you know, he was doing stuff, but the Seahawks team was just so much better. And I'm, if I had to predict a score right now, it would be like Seattle 35, Philadelphia twenty one or something like that. It's like not that close, like a couple scores away. And you know, it's just not really that big of a deal. I don't I don't think the Eagles get close. Like you said, maybe there's a garbage time situation where the Eagles get within five. Um, although that spread I think is a little too low. I would put it more like yeah. seven, seven and a half, something yeah, like that. Yep. Um, although it is on the road and it's in instant Philly and they get Rager back and they get stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks and they cover the spread.
1: Yeah, I agree. Okay, moving on to a similar game. Not quite as uh, mismatched, but still pretty similar, I'd say. Um, We have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, this is a four and a half point spread. I have the Steelers obviously winning the game. Only undefeated team in the league. Far and away, the best defense, I think. Maybe not the Colts. But yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, against a pretty inconsistent Baltimore Ravens offense, I think they'll be able to clamp them down, and I don't think the Ravens really have much else going for them. So I say the Steelers win this game. What could end up happening is the Ravens do cover the spread in garbage time, but I don't think that will happen. I think the Steelers um, tend to win their games by a pretty healthy margin. Um, you know, like, they're similar, pretty their record is pretty similar to the Colts, but I think the way in which they win is very different. I think the Steelers... Um, usually, generally just like, you know, they just win outright. The Chiefs yeah. sometimes win like a dramatic um, end-of-the-game drive. I think the Steelers are just a, more of a solid team in terms of their margin of victory. So I say that they, um, that they don't allow the Ravens to cover a four-and-a-half-point spread.
0: All right, yeah. So I think this game might actually not happen. Uh, the Ravens have a lot of cases going on right now. They have like 18 players on the reserve list. Wow. The Steelers have some players on the reserve list. Um, but I think the biggest name is Lamar Jackson. If this game goes forward, he will not play. And I know he's been underwhelming. He's not been doing that well. I think he should transition to running back or something or be like a wildcat kind of play. Yeah, he's, or be he's, a receiver. Yeah, I mean, when people figure out that he run he runs all the time and they put a QB spy on him or two every time and he's forced to throw he becomes like a mediocre quarterback I mean he can throw he doesn't have a very good accuracy he can throw it deep he's not very accurate about it and he has some great receivers he has Mark Andrews Marquise Brown Willis no he's not a good receiver. anyway uh he's just a little inaccurate he's a mediocre quarterback he's a good runner um, big back to the good arm. Yeah, he's well. I wouldn't say good arm. I say amazing running skills, like like Michael Vick, RG three, something, something like that. I think um, the Steelers figured as that figured him out. However, he's not going to be there. RG three is going to be there. Actually, uh, the Steelers are just or far and away the playing? far. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing. Like- he will be. He's literally like Jackson, but older. Yeah, and believe it or not, he's actually gonna be throwing the Des Bryant, who's now on the Ravens. Wow. Which is crazy. That's yeah. Funny. I know it's crazy where veterans actually go and they're like back at some stuff. Um anyway, uh yeah, the Steelers are gonna win this. They're far and away the best team in the league. They've won every week. So I don't see how that stops. They're gonna I think they beat the, red, the the football team. I think they beat the – well, they're beating the Ravens, of course. They beat the Bengals, uh, Bills, Colts, Browns. That's – they could lose a game in there. I think they maybe don't beat the Colts, but I think they're going to end up being like 15-1, and 14-2, maybe 16-0. and But they're going to be yeah. very, very good in this playoffs. Uh, yeah, you know, at
1: this point, I'm rooting for the Steelers to have the first undefeated season in history, like including winning the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Well, no, the Dolphins didn't.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Against the Redskins, of course. They were that close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, they were. But no, they were. Okay. this year. Let's okay. just not get into that. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for our game previews and our predictions. Yeah. Um, time to get into our final segment today. We are going to be highlighting some games to watch. We are picking our game of the week. Jackson, you're up first.
1: Okay, my game of the week is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so like I said earlier, this will be very uh, a very fun one to watch. Um, So these are two very high-power offenses facing off against each other. So if you're a person who likes, um, you know, uh, a really big air game, then this is the game for you. It is um, going to be pretty interesting. We have... An old quarterback, the old um, face of the league versus the new face of the league. And Patrick, um, Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. So this would be an interesting one. I already gave my take. I say the Chiefs, Um, I, th- I say it's a pretty close game overall. The Chiefs win and the Buccaneers just screw up on like, you know, like a last second drive. So I think the Buccaneers make it close. But I think the Chiefs come away with this one um, in a pretty typical Chiefs game, actually, against, you know, another solid team. So um, I say... Um, I'm going to give this, rating, this game, I think, a rating of 9.0, because I think that um, the Chiefs are definitely, uh, like, in my mind, I think the Chiefs are definitely going to win, but the Buccaneers, it's not like the Buccaneers don't have a shot. They definitely do have a shot. I think the Chiefs are probably have like a, you know, 70% chance of winning, but the Buccaneers could win for sure. Um, so there's, it's not the most exciting in terms of who's going to win, but in terms of you know, actually, like the potential for big plays and, um, you know, who, uh, like, like last second drives, um, and a lot of drama. I think that will definitely be there, um, assuming, you know, the Buccaneers don't just have an awful blowout loss like they did to the Saints. Um, so I say that this will be a pretty interesting and fun game to watch. Also, there is. I'm not really sure if it's a big storyline, but you know, Tom Brady, like I said earlier, Tom Brady, former great quarterback versus Patrick Mahomes new good. Um, I'm not sure I would call him great yet, but new, very good quarterback. So um, that's a little bit of a storyline. So I'd say it's definitely um, going to be a very fun game to watch. So I'm giving it a 9.0 rating. Good game. If only the Buccaneers were a little better, this would be like like a dream yeah. game for a lot of people, but um, but I think 9.0 is a pretty fair rating
0: for this one. Yeah, well, you can never tell with Tom Brady. He either yeah. has, like, an amazing game or a terrible game or, a you know, he's just inconsistent. And hopefully for those just waiting to see a good game, he has one of those really good games. Obviously, if you're a Chiefs fan, you don't want him to have a good game. If you're a Bucks fan, you want him to. Uh, yeah, so now that you have stolen the obvious choice for game of the week, I am going to be taking the Miami Dolphins against the new york jets is a 44.0 point over under the lowest sorry i couldn't do that uh no i am going to be taking the titans versus the colts 51 and a half point over under it's only a three point spread very very close game a lot of offense hopefully in this game obviously the last time they met the colts won uh both of them seven and three and this game based off of the team's remaining schedule, could decide the division. The Colts, uh, besides the Titans game, they play the Texans twice, the Raiders once, the Jaguars once, and the Steelers. So looking at that, the Steelers are the obvious choice for the loss. I think the Colts have one more loss projected in their season. So uh, they're 7-3 right now. That would put them at 10-3 at, uh, 10 and four, no, at 10 and five. So, no, sorry. At 11 and four, sorry. What was I saying? (laughs) sorry. At 11 and four, um, and based on what the Titans, that, that game against the Titans could decide, uh, what ends up happening with this division, obviously. So the Titans, they play, uh, a fairly easy schedule. Also, they have the, Browns, Lions, Jaguars, Texans, those are all wins to me. And then they play the Packers, which is probably a loss. So both of those coincidentally are in week 16. If the Titans and the Colts both have a week 16 loss, both of them are looking at 11-4 season um, and then this game. So I think this game decides the division. And that is huge because home field advantage in the playoffs. um, Obviously, at 11-5, you do make the wild card, especially with seven teams. However, a division spot is huge for both home field advantage and just team morale as like winning the division is a big accomplishment for those NFL players. And this game has, yes, it's a lot of defensive minded players and the Titans run out the ball, but, uh, you know, they score points. There are a lot of splash plays, definitely with the Colts defense, with touchdowns and stuff like that and so, so forth derrick henry long runs mm-hmm. it's the storyline of like the the division thing and then the closeness that's all there uh so i would give those elements 10 out of 10 and then the offense i'd give like a seven six something like that so actually uh taking all into consideration i'm gonna give this game an 8.9 because i think it's going to be very very fun to watch and this game is i think going to be very close obviously i thought it would end up going colts by a field goal exactly um but it could go either way and you never really know so it's always more fun to just watch the game than to see the results so definitely go check it out uh that is my game of the week
1: okay well that's it right asher
0: uh yeah so that's gonna do it for our show today uh thank you for listening in um if you like this please leave a review down below and in the comment section really and yeah when you see the outline of those stars um there's a there's a game on the podcast app you have to try and fill in as many as you can so just try and get all five in and it also helps support our show uh by doing so you donate um to the podcast oh, of prediction company. I don't know. Whatever. No, you're supporting our show and it helps more people find this so they can listen so they can do well in their predictions, so they can sound smart to their friends, so they can just have a fun time watching, whatever, and it helps us uh, with the incentive to actually make more shows and so, and whatever. Uh, yeah. So basically what I'm saying is leave a review, leave a like, uh, if you like this, uh, any last remarks Jackson?
1: Um, no, not really. Um, I agree with Asher, uh, for all the reasons he stated, um, and you know, for the obvious reason that, um, it's just like nice, please leave a five-star review. That would help.
0: Yeah. So after that, uh, Shameless plugging of our review. Uh, Okay, so thank you. Please tune in next week to see how our predictions went, how we're faring in the ongoing race in our overall records. Again, I'm 24-17, Jackson 27-14. Mm-hmm. We had two games this week where we disagreed. Who knows? That could definitely flip-flop it in the direction of Jackson, in a runaway, or in my direction. So, yeah, so uh, tune in next week. And so long. This has been your weekly sports breakdown.
1: Bye.